Let's go. You want to do this? Let's do it. Okay. Hold on. Get, get your shit together, I get man. Shit together, man. Oh, there we go. Stand, stand by. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. All righty. Welcome to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel. I'm that other guy. That is Nick. That's a show about beer and other stuff. Or other things. We don't know. Uh, whatever. We, we'll call, we, yeah, whatever. We're bad at branding. Look, welcome back to the show. Dave Racy, Ed Bailey, the drinking partners. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Yeah. I don't believe you're bad at branding. <laughs> y'all got whole, y'all got real sponsors. That, that's a NASCAR sponsor. <laughs> that's hey, that's a the smooth jazz. Yeah, I even, I even got my homeboy to do the voiceover for fifty dollars, so it was all good. <laughs> they send you an ad with music. You really doing something? <laughs> no, I had to produce that. Song. I, had to, I had to produce that. <laughs> oh, Dyer Oils is your company. No, 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 no. It's, it's, uh, they're down the street from us, but no, I, I'm the production guy. They do the graphics and shit. You know what I'm saying? How you, how you fellas doing, man? Beers involved, so we good. <laughs> well, let's let's start with that. Uh, we'll tell we'll tell Junior. Uh, we're drinking sap juice, sap and juice from the Iowa Beer Project. Shout out to uh, Nick Applegate uh, and my girl Darlene for bringing this beer. Great stuff. Um, this is the first time we've ever done this. We actually sent some beer to our guests to drink on the show. <laughs> and uh, Chill. Uh, Ed, you sent I, beer somewhere, not to. <laughs> I don't know who you mean. <laughs> well, eventually it found you. Maybe it was the postal police. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know that this is the beer that you sent. <laughs> that is true. He could give you any kind of shit, right? <laughs> so, what, what, Ed, what, what do you have? What, what, did, what did they give you? So, he gave me the Lost in the Clouds. Okay. Oh, nice. From Winship. style Pale Ale, 10%. So, this this might not be the Wednesday night, John. I don't think that's 10%. No, nah, that's, say, 10% alcohol by volume. Uh, I don't think that. Uh, Hold on. Um, yeah, there you go. Is it? So that's a, yeah. Oh, hold on. I worked there and I didn't know that shit was ten percent. <laughs> hey, look, I ain't drink yet. I can still read. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the coconut porter. Oh Boy, yeah. I didn't even say who this was by. So this is Windshift. Yep. Shout out to Tony from Windshift right here in Kansas. City. They're actually both Windshift and the yep. coconut porter, six percent. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be the one for the day because yeah, it's uh, wasted well, Wednesday, but I ain't twenty one no more. Well, I you know I I will I will say this. I don't know if you got the 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 good end or the bad end of the stick because the day <laughs> they got the, the you know the rule is right if it's over what eight percent you got to tell them it's nine you give it nine. over nine. Over so, nine, so, you about you about five points over that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there was some wiggle room, and you went all through there. You went bad that shit. Well, and Nigel's I never met a line he hasn't crossed. 
And I knew when I sent it to you, I was like, I knew that label was smudged. I'm about to tell him what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Man, this should have came with a motherfucking, like, in an orange can, a hazard can or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I also should have been smart like Ed and read this shit before. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I got halfway through the name and just gave up and was like, fuck it. I'm going to just, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was long enough. I was like, well, this is mine. I'm going to give Ed the other one. <laughs> so yeah, what you? This is a diametric brewing company. Um, and as much as I can read, it says fries and <laughs> necklace. Uh, that's that's my handy writing. <laughs> woven apple brandy stat aged in king bar. King <laughs> bars. Hold on, Sam. What are you doing? I kind of I kind of feel like that really needs to be the Bro, name from that, now on. That, that is my that is my bad writing. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Man, it does say necklace. <laughs> it does. Well, it is. It's called Friendship Necklace. It's a collab okay. between Diametric and and uh, uh, Double Shift Brewing. It's a uh, apple brandy maple barrel aged style aged in a uh, corn whiskey barrel. <laughs> yeah. I- that's and, 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 onion necklace. That's the <laughs> now look, I remember in junior high, I remember the girls talking about friendship bracelets. I don't remember a friendship <laughs> necklace. I, I'm thinking of something that's else. Old school candy. You got that's a, that old candy. It's the old yeah. school candy. <laughs> they, they got the they they got the appropriate one because he drink it on the porch. You you can do it, man. But that's that's a big ass can though. 13 and a half. Like, again, I like, I didn't, I'm figuring, like, if you're sending me a big can, it's going to be low ABV. You just oh, broke all the rules, bro. It's a 13 and a half, like, fat boy. Like, this is a, this is a 32 ouncer, isn't it? I said yeah. that. Yeah, that's almost 32. Yeah, that's, that's a, a, that's a, yeah, that's a seven, dollar, 750 milliliter. Yeah, man. That's a, <laughs> that's a block party. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, mean, I really, I, I really thought you guys were going to be, be sharing that together, but, uh, oops. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, but this is the one I should have cracked. Um, well, there you this go. Is, this is this is a stockyards brewing company. Um, it's a Cerveza Royale Mexican style lager. Yeah. Um, I've been really getting into these lagers yeah. uh, here recently, uh, especially with the pandemic, because um, you know, uh, going out and buying, you know, crowlers of thirteen <laughs> percent uh, beer wasn't doing it for me. I was, you know, because once you open it, you got to finish it, and I was just like, ah, so. I started to yeah. get those four packs of lighter yeah. ABV shit that I can actually finish and, you know, myself and whatnot. And uh, actually started to um, fall back in love with, uh, you know, like the, the basics, um, so, something really well done that you could drink a few of and not and, and still wake up in the morning yeah, um, yeah. and get shit done is uh, is is where I'm at. Not so, not tonight is not where I'm at. But no. uh, <laughs> I was say, what's, the, what's the plan with the big ass can? That's the question. <laughs> I listen, man. We don't leave any men behind here, so you know. There you I'm, go. Uh, <laughs> you know I mean? No beer left behind. When they the show doesn't end right? until the can does. <laughs> right. So when they say I'm gonna regret it in the morning, I sleep till noon. Right? Oh, so, damn. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> you gotta chase it with the cerveza, man. You know the loggers. The loggers give you that fuzzy belch. That that fuzzy <laughs> belch. It'll clear, it'll clear it out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, he's uh, look. He he poured that glass. I was like, Lord Jesus! I was like, Wow, he's going all in. That shit looked dangerous. 
again, I like I, we just got the we just got the newly branded uh, barrel and flow glasses in the twenty one ounces. So I was like, yeah, let me crack something open and and pour it in. Now I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but, but to be honest, to be honest though, this this is a this is a dangerous thirteen and a half. Um, yeah. because it sips like a nine, right? Like yeah. it sips like a reasonable, like double, close to triple, right? You know what I mean, so you're like, all right, cool. But like, <laughs> but every ABV over nine is a killer. Like it just it's exponential after that shit. So while it may taste like a niner, it's it, I don't know how it's gonna feel though. But I mean, it, it's dangerous, man. It, it's it's smooth. I'm oh, gonna finish yeah. it and enjoy it. No, well, in about 30 minutes, we'll ask you to stand up, and we'll just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, that that one is dangerous. It's smooth. So, uh, shout out to my dudes at uh, Diametric. Every time, every, oh man, oh, and th- there's, that's 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 a, that's two versions of it. There's one in a in a in a, in a whiskey barrel, uh, uh, some other whiskey barrel. I don't know what the fuck they did, but they're both smooth and dangerous. But you know what? As long as you enjoy it, that's all that matters. How you liking yours mm-hmm. over there, Ed? So I just cracked the coconut porter because I'm being responsible. Uh, right. Definitely, you definitely get. So the thing about the coconut is funny when he was talking about how that one doesn't drink like a 13 because the coconut for me kind of makes it feel more alcoholic than yeah. it is. Um, yeah. So now I confront a little bit like I'm going in. <laughs> I'm only at a six. You know what I'm You're like, I'm on your level too, bitch. It was like I was on a 13, but I'm not. You know what I, mean? I like it though. True to, true to style, true to flavor. Also, yeah. again, makes me feel like I'm drinking a big boy. There you uh, go. After effect. Our <laughs> <laughs> metric will have to change. They named it Diabolical. To <laughs> They've already had one name change. Right. They want to do another one. <laughs> they should probably do a beer called Diabolical for sure. I think if you tell them, they will. There you go. And make it out the barrel of flow. We'll, we'll oh, there you go. <laughs> they sh- you know what? The, that group, they they do a barrel and flow beer. Oh, absolutely, they would for sure. Absolutely, yeah. they would. Those are dudes right there. So, uh, that, that, they, there we go. There hey, we go. Speaking of barrel and flow, guys, you're a week away. Listen, we are ten days away. Don't be taking days away. <laughs> we need we need every minute on the hour for this for, for this. You know what I mean, but <laughs> I gotta tell you, I thought Dave was gonna say we 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 uh what were we a year in. And they can speak more to this as far as you know. He's handling yeah. a lot of logistics. Uh, the festival itself, the party's ten days away. Right. But everything that you know, you will see and experience. You know, there's a lot of a lot of zooms <laughs> and meetings yeah. that go into that. So it's so, ten days away for y'all, but we 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 about to go to bed. So we for know. the uninitiated, um, tell them what Barrel and Flow is. Anyone? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Pregnant <laughs> pause. Look, I don't know that we've ever thought of the two of you as shy. We got to put his bag on. We got to get all the salesmen out of him before that 13 kick in. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I mean it's a so it's a it's a black um, it's a black beer and arts festival. Um, you know, uh, through the barrel flows the creativity. Um, and you know, we, uh, you know, it was formerly fresh fest, um, but we wanted to encapsulate more than just beer. Um, and you know, we want to bring in the wine, the spirits, uh, 
you know, big industries that uh, we enjoy but are underrepresented in, um, you know, and also more intentionally focus on the arts, uh, the visual arts, the music, the the beer, uh, the uh, the food <clears throat> that's um, that's present in all breweries. Uh, what brewery you go to that doesn't have a label, that doesn't have music in the background, that doesn't right. have a food truck outside or a kitchen right. in the back, right? Um, you know, so uh, and the, again, these are all um, aspects of the industry um, and, and aspect, you know, industries that we are in as artists. Um, that we play around in and that we feel that we can offer our, um, you know, our efforts to, I mean, there, you know, diversity, um, and, and, you know, I, I read an article, uh, a local, uh, author, Tarane, um, wrote an article about like, you know, the diversity word. Um, and she said, we should be using reality, uh, because, you know, diversity says that, you know, a bunch of white men, um, you know, there, and then you, you fit, <clears throat> you fit a couple of dots in there. And now that's diversity. Whereas <laughs> what we want is reality. When you walk down the street, you don't see 90% white dudes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, unless you're at a beer festival, right? Um, you know, <laughs> you, you, see, you see women, you see people of color, you see black folks and, and, and Asian folks and, and all these different types of folks or whatever. So what we want is the industry to be more reflective of reality. Um, and, you know, while there is reality issues across, you know, every industry in America, um, you know, this is where we uh, thrive in as artists, as comedians, um, you know, as event producers. This is where we can kind of lend our expertise and time and efforts into making that change. And this festival um, seeks to create that change um, through, you know, uh, you know, through collaborative efforts, um, the collabs that we have, uh, you know, for the festival, um, starting those conversations, introducing the black community and again, the black community. Not the, not the BIPOC community, right? Uh, while everybody is welcome, I can't tell you about the Asian struggle. Uh, I can't tell you about the Latino struggle. Like, those are different struggles. Those are unique to the Latino experience, unique to the Asian, you know, experience. Um, but we can speak to the Black experience and the struggles therein. And, uh, you know, again, this festival is looking to celebrate those Black arts, um, celebrate, you know, the culture that uh, we, you know, we have, created and that has kept america that helped build america and keeps right. america going um and uh you know while also finding opportunity in the craft beer industry um you know economically economic empowerment because uh craft is an economic word craft is a political term um craft is meaning that when i give you this money that's going to come back around at some point right you know i mean like you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna sponsor the softball team or something right you're gonna hire somebody in my community, right? I mean, once AB InBev comes in, then we, we kind of turn off because it's like, I ain't never met Anheuser or Bush, right? So <laughs> we're less likely to give money to them because of the economics of it. So, you know, that whole, like, keep politics out of beer. Well, the Brewers Association doesn't believe in keeping politics out of beer. That's right. why they have a, a team of lobbyists that uh, go down to Washington and fight for uh, craft brewers, this association of businesses. So, I don't know if you know this or not, but for, for people like me, keep politics out of blank, 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 blank. That that's a code, right? You, yeah, you yeah, know that. Okay, I, I, I just want to make sure you knew that was our code. That's our secret code. We hear the dog whistles. Yeah. Oh, all right. I right? we know about dog whistles, but but again, I mean, that's what that's what we're looking to do is empower the is celebrate black culture and empower the black community uh, through through the um, beer industry. Well, I, you said the word economic earlier, and I think it's so in beer Twitter, 
Dave, you're one of my favorite follows, especially as it gets closer and closer to 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 the festival. It's been fun to watch your emotions kind of kind of do this. <laughs> but I think I think it's important. You guys have made a real intentional effort. You are paying these artists because a lot of festivals, hey, come out for the exposure. You're paying these people. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, it has to be intentional, right? So it's I think if if I had to if you had to ask me and I had to respond to what is this festival, you know, primarily I say it's a vibe, right? Because you gotta you gotta reach everyone. It's a vibe. It's a whole vibe, but that vibe is created by the investment of the artist as well as the people, right? The people support the artist, but the artists gotta feel supported. They gotta put their mm -hmm. best foot forward. They have to feel empowered. They have to look forward too, right? And and for an artist. You know, I look forward as an artist. I look forward to the thing that's about to give me some money. You know, I'm doing the art <laughs> for the love, but I gotta sustain right. my love. Like when you with a woman, you love her, but you still gotta take her to dinner. You know, you still have like you can't survive <laughs> right, off right. Of love. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? What was that movie? Disappearing Acts. It was Wesley Snipes and Sinai Lathan. Yeah. Like she loved this dude, but then it got to a point where it's like, yo. We got obligations, <laughs> so you a cool dude. I love how you fix that sink, but Comcast <laughs> keeps sending us letters. So yeah. you know, and these commu and communities are empowered. And when you talk about economy, um, economy, you know, it starts at the micro level. It is like we all are supporters of our our economy. And any 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 time you go into a business, or if you talk to financial experts the ideal client is the small business owner because they affect all points of the of the economy they pay the bills they pay the people who pay the bills they help with property tax and all that so you have to empower people and why not have fun doing it i mean that's that's what this is about let's let's talk about you know the the, the last year i mean since the last time we talked to you guys obviously there was a whole process to do the digifest last year then you have to pivot to say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna actually do a festival. What's what's the last been the uh, last year been like? Uh, you know, because again, you didn't know if you're gonna have an in person festival or not, right? I mean, it was still kind of up in the air. So you've, uh, you know, to his point, you know, your emotions on Twitter, you know, been, <laughs> been like that. What's your, what? your pain has been entertaining for me. I apologize. <laughs> That's why you put it on Twitter. <laughs> You don't put it on Twitter for support. That's right. <laughs> well said. <laughs> what's 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 the last bit uh, last year been like for you guys? Uh, get ready to do it again. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I, I want to. I, I mean, credit Ed. Um, you know, because he was early on. Like whenever the pandemic hit, like and you know around March, April. You know when we didn't even know if we were going to do twenty, uh, do twenty twenty or not, like in person or whatever. He was like, yo we need to start planning for this to not happen like that, like very early on was like, this might not happen. And I was still like, I don't know, man, like maybe, you know, like shit, I'm not about to, we're not about to do a zoom festival or whatever, like that just <laughs> like trash or whatever. But, um, you know, like we, uh, you know, the, the, the team, like once I don't, like it was, it was real quick. We were, we were planning on canceling. And then I, I don't know what happened. We had a meeting and everybody on the team was like, all right, yeah, let's pivot to a digital festival. And we just hit the ground running and everybody was like, all right, so what needs to happen? And all of the connections started to like pop. We started to hit the vendors up. We hit the, the artists up. We hit the venues up. We hit the brewers up. We hit everybody up and started, you know, putting like this fever pitch. We started, we, we started planning the, the, the virtual side of it 
in like mid-May for an August, an early August festival. It was two and a half months, like, you know, of planning. Um, but somehow, you know, again, we pulled it off. Um, and then, you know, afterwards, we kind of like let things cool off. Uh, and then it was just right back to it, um, you know, uh, reaching out to folks, um, you know, early on, having like some kind of like blind faith, uh, and not so much blind, I mean, but to some extent, yeah, I mean, like blind in that, like, okay, the, the vaccine is supposed to come out. So <laughs> right. the vaccine comes out and people get it and, you know, Jesus comes back and blesses everybody. And, you know, like, <laughs> all this, like if all the shit lines up or whatever, then we will have this festival. So like, it's a, it's been this, but also if it doesn't happen, we need to have a backup plan. We need to have the digital side. We need to have this and the other. And, you know, in doing that, it's been, um, you know, and, and, and even with the, you know, with the rebrand and whatnot, rebranding is, is, is really difficult, um, you know, as we, as we learn um, and, and not knowing whether or not <clears throat> we would get the, the same support. Yeah. Same love. Yeah. Um, but even though we, we found that we do have more, you know, we have the same support. It's a matter of just letting people know that this is a different thing, right? I mean, we uh, we did an event last week and people were showing up in Fresh Fest shirts going, the fuck is Barrel and Flow? So let me, like, wait, hold on. Wait, you ain't get any of this stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, the last year has been, it's been trying um, in the sense that we have to plan uh, for a festival that we're not sure is going to happen um while dealing with all of the 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 variables that come with a pandemic um you know like people like one of the brewers dropped out because he was in the icu from COVID. oh shit. um you know uh we have people drop out all the time because you know of this reason or that reason COVID related uh, our brewers uh and and vendors wouldn't uh wouldn't sign on until later because they were waiting they were playing the wait and see game uh ticket holders Plan the wait and see game. You know I mean, like, you know, um, and, and maintaining all of this while also like having a personal life. Every, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Ed right. just, Ed just, Ed just got a, 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 is a little heavier on the fingers. I don't know if you saw his hand or not, but he out here. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. With the wedding. You know what I mean? I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been, it's been a roller coaster. Um, but, you know, ultimately, I think that the support of, one, we have a really strong team. Um, you know what I mean? Like Ed, you know, said earlier, you know, we just got off of a, another in a, a board meeting. Um, you know what I mean? Like we have a lot of folks that are dedicated. They have great ideas, um, you know, great connections and and belief and faith in in the mission and that it's a worthwhile, you know, mission and whatnot. And it, it's a shared goal. Um, and and that has been the only thing getting, you know, keeping this this fest together is 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 that is that team um, and the greater community saying, yeah, no, this is, this is, this is what we should be doing. Yeah. That's it right there. Like it's, you know, that blind faith while blind, it, it, it is, I guess it's buttressed by the fact that, you know, people believe in what you're doing, right? People, people see value in it. And that, and that's the thing. It's all about creating value. People see value in it. And, and it's, and, but before you get the consumer to see value in it, you got to get the lineup to see value in it. You got to get people, to say I'm showing up because that's 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 your most direct to consumer you know promotion 
I, yo, I'm getting a booth down here. Come through to my booth. Well, you right. got to come to the festival to come to my booth. Now, when you, you know what I'm saying? So, and just like creating that value. And you don't know where these people sit in the city. You don't know who they know, who they're talking to, who they're bringing in from out of state. My family comes every year. You know what I mean? Like, they just, that's now you bring in Cleveland through. So now all of a sudden, if my family wants to bring more people, then they can bring more people. Or, you know, it's, it's just like you do right by folks and, and it will happen for you. You just got to yeah. continue to do right through even through like trying time. So when we, when we, I remember I was having a discussion with day, I was standing in front of my house and I was like, actually somebody, one of my professional colleagues approached me like, yo, uh, so are y'all still doing it? Have you thought about maybe doing something virtual if you can't get together? Cause I don't want to miss a year. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means, but I'll, <laughs> I'll bring it up. Like, I don't know what virtual looks like. I don't know what a virtual beer share is, but I think it's right on brand with what we've been, right? We've been this diversion from the norm, but very true to what it's supposed to be. So when you, you know, when you kind of had that mix, that's a unique mix. Like we're a diversion from what you normally see at these festivals. Right. But we're very true to what these festivals are supposed to bring to the people. Yeah. Uh, and people enjoy that and they, and they rock with it. So it's a vibe. I think the, the, you know, here's my story about the power of this festival. So Fresh Fest 2019 is why we're doing this show. Nigel right. comes back and says, I got shit I want to say. That's, that's 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 kind of how he came up to me and started this whole idea. I got shit I want to say. No, to, and to be honest with you, I had really I had never listened to a podcast until you guys. I wasn't oh, a podcast shit. guy. It was the first podcast I'd listened to some other beer podcasts. I was like, these is whack. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, talk about just beer. And yeah, that, yeah. There was there was no fun in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes, beer, but. I, I don't want to discuss the yeast all the time and shit. You know what I'm saying? And the hops. Well, that's cool. Let's have, look, let's, there's a time to nerd out. I mean, look, just like right now, what time is it? It's mystery beer time. It's mystery beer time. Got? You know, we Ooh, keep it classy. Oh. You know, you gotta get graphics and and sounds. Uh, like sometimes you gotta stay real. And bags. <laughs> you know, I'm just a I'm just a poor man from Southwest Missouri, man. Now, y'all got <laughs> graphics now. That's all him. But that's actually, this thing. is. This I, is what episode forty-seven. Forty-seven, yep. And we have had so many guests on, where they just talk with Nigel back and forth about Fresh Fest. Oh, I, I don't know how many people that that we've had on that were there that I didn't meet till they came on, but they were at Fresh Fest. I was like, I was there too. It's <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's still it's still crazy. Yeah. It's so the reach you guys have had has been about. been pretty damn cool. So you know you know we're coming, right? We will be there. That's that's I, I would I would hope so. Yeah, no, I mean I, I remember I remember meeting you uh at the um at the at the Friday event at the uh the conferencing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I came in from Kansas. We doing it, we gonna do this shit. We're gonna do this shit in Kansas. And then next thing you know it, you like you were like, yo, we got a podcast, we're moving forward, da da da. And I was just like, oh, that's that's dope as shit. And that's when we hope that. We hope that this festival, we hope that at some point this isn't the only black beer festival in the country and that more people are, you know, like taking notes. We want, I hope that everybody in the industry is taking notes, right? Like black, white or other, if you if you want to throw a dope ass event, you should be taking notes because, I mean, I, we don't do many things well, but God damn it, if I can't, this, I'm very proud of yeah. the fest and the community that's around and the team that I work with. Like when we work with, so many talented people 
And it is a dope-ass event. It's a lot of hard work. We listen to a lot of people as a result. But, I mean, you know, hopefully people are taking notes. They're, they're looking at, they're, they're seeing that, you know, a festival needs to be, or, or, or even a business needs to be more than just the bottom line of money, kind of cash grab. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, we're, we're hoping that, that black folks are coming in, taking notes, and then going back, you know, like learn globally, apply locally, and taking these notes and going back and recreating this in there because we can't do it all. And if we're, if we're the only ones doing it, we're failing. I mean, if you're, right. if, if you're you know, again, and I say this all the time, but Killmonger, Killmonger really became the enemy when he cut off the line of secession. Yeah, I mean, that's the point in the movie in Black Panther where it was like, all right, I can see your anger. I can see this and the other. But once he told him to burn those flowers because he didn't want nobody else to take his place, right. that, I was like, all right, bro, you lost me there. Because a good leader, a good, you know, a good business should be should be instilling confidence and, and nurturing growth. Uh, beyond that, because if not, then when you go, everything else goes with you, right. and then you're left with nothing. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully, folks are learning from this and and applying it where they are. And I mean, you know, we always keep the door open. We're not gatekeepers. I mean, you can reach me and Ed at any point and ask us questions, and, and we're there. And if we don't know the answers, we'll find somebody that does have the answers. Yeah, I dig that. that that's, that's that's what I love about you guys. The thing is 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 well thought out and. It, it, it can be duplicated. You know what I'm saying? Because every city has its own culture and its own black culture. And, you know, even here, uh, shout out to my dudes from Vine Street Brewing. We're getting our first black homebrew in Missouri. Uh, nice. brothers that I know. And they're, <laughs> and they're doing it in the 18th and Vine area, which is Jazz District, the Negro uh, League Baseball Museum. So there's a huge opportunity to, to do what you guys have done. Shout out to my dude, Woody, because he yeah. did. Go ahead, Ed. Is that that's what Michael Jackson was singing about Vine Street, right? I'm going to get city. He's like, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah, I'm going to what get. Song I, don't, I I don't remember that lyric. I don't remember that song. <laughs> no, it was okay in the Jackson's movie. They, they sing it. It was Jason Weaver. He's like, I'm going to get city. Okay. City, here I come. Then he said he's going to 12th Street and Vine. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go. That's, that's the area. Crazy. Yeah, it's wow. a super Dude, historic I'm jazz district. I'm about to find. Now, <laughs> that was a fake movie. If they put a fake song, I can't imagine they would put a fake song in a Jackson's movie. They got so many songs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when we had you guys on the last time, we had just had on a guest. It was Kansas City's first black female assistant brewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just a few weeks ago, we had on the guys from Vine Street. Yeah. So Missouri's first and, and shout out to my dude Woody because he did the um what the hell was the name of his 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 uh uh God what was the name of his beer festival? Uh hip hop hip hop hip hop's array and it was it was it was like a mini oh. fresh fest. Hip hop and, and yeah and, and when you guys came along, I'm like, oh, this is what Woody should be doing. And so uh hopefully next year we'll get those when because they're gonna open early next year. Next year's uh barrel and flow, we're gonna have them there. So because uh, there's some good brothers, and uh, you know, I think that would be good for them. Because they're gonna be mad when I send them all these pictures from from from. from, from, from uh, uh, I don't know. They're they're pretty busy right now. Well, they are. They they ain't doing too much. Hey, speaking of busy, what's oh, that well, beer, well, man? I, I, ain't, I ain't got no beer. Oh, oh, we got City Barrel. Oh wait, y'all ain't, ain't drinking yet? Oh, I'm over. No, here. we have one, but we ran out. We've been talking. Man. We've been talking. Oh, this right. is the mystery beer, City Barrels Stratosphere. It's a double hazy IPA. 
Okay. We'll and it's an 8.1. Well, we were supposed to guess ABV. Oh, uh, I forgot about our game. We, did, we, 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 we started did. a new game. Guess the ABV. <laughs> well, I pulled it. Well, he's never seen it before. Yeah, so I don't know what beers are coming for the show. I just show up with the shit. You know what I'm saying? That was that was that was like our hey, let's do something funny when we first started. Yeah, and that was it. That's as far as we went. Yeah, that's as far as we got. <laughs> the joke ended there. This is so, drink. exactly. So let's talk about this. So obviously, the the fest is is you got to be vaccinated. You got to have mm-hmm. a uh, you got to have a. Uh, was a negative for Sfets forty eight or seventy two hours? How did, how did how did you know you guys were in the process of you know getting ready to make this happen? How was that received? Oh, well, it's been open open you ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you willing to get vaccinated or not? Like if you if you look if you and Dale, I know he's gonna go into a diet trap. So let me just because he, he gets real <laughs> passionate about it. But essentially. Uh, for me, like if somebody were to tell me you can't come in unless you vaccinate, it's not a big deal. I'm, I'm happy you're doing that because I'm willing to do it because I understand the benefits of. Only people who get mad are people who are holding on to something, some ridiculous whatever. To I, I don't even know. Like yeah. that's that's the frustrating part. Like why are you telling me that I'm wrong for saying let's be as safe as possible? Like wh- who says that? Like let's be as safe as possible. No, nah, we, we don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> be as safe for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been dope, um, overwhelmingly positive. Um, you know, there have been some, you know, like somebody tagged us and was like, "Oh, you know, uh, uh, drink your partners on that that shit." Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, and, like, <laughs> and I'm alive. <laughs> we've, had, we've had some folks, you know, and, and we're we're used to we're used to backlash. I mean, we're a black festival, right? So you know, we racism always popped up. It's just weird that like now it's racist and now anti vaxxers So we getting it kind of from both ends. No, they're just saying people. You know what I mean? It's just two people. <laughs> You're not wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's um, you know, like I mean, ultimately, you know, it's it, it the, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, and there's a lot of folks that that are fearful for the wrong reasons. Um, and, and it's sad that we live in this, we live in the age of misinformation. A lot of people get their fucking news and stats from Facebook. They don't know how to properly source like their, their, uh, you know, their, their information and whatnot. So like, and, and that's, you know, white, black, you know, uh, other, you know, across the spectrum, you know, America has done a great job of gutting the education system. And, you know, as the age of information has, you know, arisen and we are, we, you know, anybody can have a voice and a platform. Um, and I mean, like, you know, what is real is, you know, you the education, right? Like, so I have a like I have a journalism background. I went to I went to journalism school and I learned about biases and sources and things of that nature. If you if you study, you know, science and things of that nature, peer reviewed articles, things of that nature, whatever. These are things that like are taught, you know, if you're but they need to be learned. If you don't have this, the, the, the education system to, to, to instill that, if that's not widely known, then you fall susceptible to bullshit. Um, and that's where we right. are now. Is that we and, have you've, and you disparage the people that are trained to do those things and deliver you the news. Right. You mean so? Like, right. You know, we, you know I mean, like not not all people are equal. I tell people all the time, like, look, I don't have any degrees. I'm not an expert at anything. If you hear me say something, fact check that shit. Right. Like, I'm not the end all be all of sources. I mean, like, I don't want that responsibility. I don't claim that shit. You know I mean, I try to disseminate information that I get as much as I can. But ultimately, like, you need to track check me 
and everybody else that comes in and not everybody has that especially in a especially in a in a in 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 a lot of these pockets where blind faith is the call right i mean religion has said to walk by faith not by sight a lot of motherfucking lemurs out here jumping off of cliffs you know from that from that same mentality so you know um i mean like it's 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 shitty um that that the, the folks are in that place all we can do is lead by example so you know we say hey this is what we're doing um we 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 encourage you to do that we can't force you to do it Right. But ultimately, if not, then you can't get in here. Um, and, uh, you know, so we'll have we'll have rapid testing at the door for folks that don't, um, you know, for whatever reason, couldn't show up in time with a, with a, a negative test. And uh, we'll also have a vax tent in case anybody wants to get drunk and uh, fall into a needle. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love this. <laughs> As a matter of fact... I don't even need to be paid, but can I have a job where I push them over that place? <laughs> yeah. Volunteers. I mean, I, I can do this real good. Pegs <laughs> around. And we asked. I was like, I was like, so I was like, yeah, let's set it up or whatever. She was like, well, they're gonna have to, you know, cut people off if they seem visually intoxicated. And I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> What's the science behind that? Like, <laughs> I'm going to be more vaccinated? My brother's kidding. <laughs> double, double the fun. <laughs> well, I, well, I will say the people that, because I've you know, I, I've been talking about this festival for eons, you know what I'm saying? And when I'm telling people that that's what you guys are doing, people are like, that's fucking badass. People, people here are like, that's a great fucking idea because think about it here. We haven't had a beer festival. We ain't done shit. <laughs> There's one coming up soon, and they're they and it's a small, small thing. Yeah. But they're they are just, they doing they it? They just decided a lot of motherfuckers are scared to do it. You're like, gonna a- alienate whoever going through with the festival. No, to say, well, do, doing the festival and saying you need, need to be vaccinated. Oh, yeah. I think but this that, is a very libertarian area. <laughs> and I'm gonna put that lightly. But it, because they're because it's about money for them, right? Yep. Like, yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of there's a lot of beer festivals that are going on around here. There's a lot of events. There's a lot of establishments around here that are catering. Like, let's let's be real about it, right? Like the 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 majority, like the 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 main the target demographic for craft beer is the you know the the libertarian go fuck yourself. Don't tell me what to do. And you know, like I mean, entitled you know a, a beer drinker. Like, I have I, a like, friend, he says the libertarian motto is, I got mine, fuck you. Right? You know what I mean, like, so, like, to do that, to do that, you have to be willing to lose money, ultimately. Right. right. When we made the decision, when we were all, like, I mean, we, we all, like, you know, sat as a team and talked about it, because we had been talking about it since we started talking about it. We've been like, hey, should we do this? Should we do this? Once we got the okay from the lawyers that we could do this, then I, we went back to the team and said, hey, are we doing this? And we all had the discussion, and we were like, "All right, yeah, let's pull it." And the, and 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 we 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 knew, we pulled the trigger, knowing that we may lose money as a result. But the festival was never built on making money. The festival was built on building up the black community, making sure that you know I mean like you know the black community has the tools necessary to succeed moving forward. And COVID is not a tool that we need to move forward. So right. ultimately it was an easy decision, but that might be harder for a beer festival that doesn't have a cause beyond getting shit faced and making money. Well said. Well said. <laughs> it's part of that vibe. So the thing about a vibe is everyone on one accord, right? So 
when we put the best festival out, we we put this vac vaccination policy out there. We understand that the people who rock with us, who rock with this festival, they rock in that direction. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, the folks who the backlash, we don't really need to be there. And yeah. like, yeah. yes, we'll just you know go wherever you gonna go. But <laughs> the vibe is gonna be consistent. It's gonna be the same. And and the folks are comforted by. It. And it's it's kind of like why we go to craft breweries. We always talk about how the brewery. Is, is a different experience than the bar. Like right. we're still drinking alcohol, but the, the conversation is a little more elevated. The, the yeah. folks are a little more nuanced, more, you know, more polished uh, oftentimes. You know, you just have a different vibe. The, the conversations actually, they're audible. Like you can understand if you're falling on you or whatever. So when you come to our festival, it's that same type of feel. It's like, yo, people, we're responsible. We all got families. We all have, fam you know what I'm saying? People that we love and care about that. I know I wasn't, into getting when it first rolled out, I was like, on some, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying, but then it's like, yo, I got you know elders in my family. I got folks who who have illnesses. So if it ain't even for me, it's like right. I can't chance being any sort of vessel for which this thing gets bad for anybody else. Yeah. So you can't if you can't break it down to that level for yourself. Yeah, then, then you know, fuck you, then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what y'all language. Y'all got sponsors. It's all. It's, it's not a family show. Uh, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Trust me, if you met our sponsor, you'd be like, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the end, though, you're protecting your investment, which is this this festival, right? You are you are assuring that it can go on because nobody's going to make it a super spreader. But see that problem, and that go. But see the thing about looking at it from the standpoint of protecting the investment is you protect things in different ways. Some people view financial security as protection, right? It's integrity for us. You you got to be able to look at me and day a certain way, regardless of if this goes on. Because honestly, let's, let's, let's be real. It's going to be at least two years before this festival takes place in its pure form. You know what I'm saying? Like even this year is altered a bit. You know, yeah, right. we were able to you know, procure Southside, which is great. Southside works and whatnot, but then there's capacity limitations. Then you're dealing with, you know, folks dropping out because they, they don't, you know, they're a little leery about this, that, and the third. It, it's the field of the way people interact is different right now. It's not necessarily the same. 2019, right. 2018 was a whole different type of vibe. There's a whole different environment. It's a whole different feel, right? But we, we want to bring that same energy in a modified space. Right. Uh, so yeah, we could try to protect the investment saying, all right, we built up enough capital to make it as big as possible or protect the integrity and be like, yo, you know what you're getting when you come here. Right. Right. And you understand mm -hmm. the quality, you know, the time that's put into the event and all that. So, so let's, yeah, let's talk about that. We haven't got into that yet. You know, you no, guys I, I have put together, go ahead. No, I just, I just want to say we're humans, man. Like ultimately at the end of the day, like this business shit, you know, whether whether this festival does, you know, there's another festival again, whether there's another podcast again, whether they book us for another show ever again, you could fire me from all the shit and you could never whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm still a grown ass man and I have responsibilities outside of business and I don't want somebody's death on my on my hands. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I don't want somebody to say to me, I got this because I came to your shit and you was uh, irresponsible for that. And that's something that, like, you know I mean, as a grown man, man, like, you know, and me and Ed understand that we've always, that's why me and Ed rock, because outside of, like, outside of all this, you know, we, we've done comedy, we've done this, you know, the beer thing or whatever, we've, you know, we're doing different shows or whatnot. Throughout all of this, we always come back to the human side of things, and we always place humans before money, capital, and everything else. So, you know, that, 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 that at the end of the day is that, you know, like, 
the integrity in, of the of, you know of the festival is also integrity of ourselves. Like yeah. we need to be able to you know like go huh and look our kids in the face and say you know we did something that was good for you, not like just was 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 getting you know, money in our pockets and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teach your kids rule number two, man. Don't be a dick. And he's dead serious because he uttered the phrase, you know not to fuck with a black dude when he say, I'm a grown-ass man. You've reached the boiling point. Like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's serious as hell. <laughs> you don't take that COVID on my name. Right, right. <laughs> the hell, though. <laughs> Out here in these streets. <laughs> so so let's talk about the fest itself. Um, you know, every time I look up on, on Twitter or on the Facebooks, it's going to be it's gonna be lit. Tell people what, what, what they think and expect. And for those who are going to miss it, Fuck you! But <laughs> <laughs> what what can we what can we expect? I mean, if you haven't been, if you haven't been, you know, when we say vibes, right? We're talking about uh, a litany and variety of artistry. You know, visual artists, uh, musicians. What is it? Is it four stages? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As far as the beer, what seventy five collaborations. Uh, you got four stages of music, visual artists, uh, artists, you know, all that running around. You got the people. Uh, and then there, but there's a far reaching impact that I think they should speak on because the, the, the vibe of the festival itself is major. First of all, if you've been to Pittsburgh, if you can get an outdoor event in the sun, that in itself, God bless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the venues, outside works. I mean, it's hard to, the beauty of, the, the physical beauty, the atmosphere, the aesthetics are going to be there. The beer is going to be there, you know, in variety. The the artistry is going to be there, you know what I mean? You got music, but then there's this far-reaching aspect, so now you're contributing to something bigger than just the festival. And I'll, I'll let they kind of speak more in depth on that. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we, you know, again, we have those elements. And every, you know, we, we split them up in quadrants. Every quadrant has some music, some food, some, some visual art going on, um, you know, uh, some beer. Um, and small businesses to support. A lot of the, the thing about this festival is, is wild, man. In 2019, people were showing up. Everybody's got a different T-shirt on. Yeah, you know I mean, support, promoting their own business and you know I mean, small thing. And people are running up to each other, going, "Yo, what is that about? Tell me more about that T-shirt you're wearing." Yeah, you know I mean, right. how can I support you? Right? And these small vendors are like, you know, selling out. Typically at beer festivals, everybody's just going to the beer and, and saying, "Fuck whoever's in the middle." Whereas with this festival, people are showing up and going, "Well, how do I support you?" Yeah, you know I mean, like, let's you know, the beer is kind of secondary. A lot of the brewers leave with heavy kegs because people forget that they're drinking because yeah. they're too busy having conversations yeah. and connecting with each other. <laughs> that's listening that's to, an agile story, man. Right? Yeah, you know I mean, listening to the music and whatnot, and like, you know, and it's it's so much more than that. It's yeah, you know I mean, and 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 with that, you know, we we you know that's that's what people expect when they come in is is a, is a place where you know they can connect with folks, they can su- support other black folks, other small businesses. They themselves can be empowered. Um, you know I mean, like by having these conversations, every booth you go to is a story. It's either yeah. a unicorn, a black owned brewery, <laughs> right. or it's a collaboration, a, a newly formed, you know what I mean, like relationship, or maybe even a long lasting relationship, like 18th Street and Revolution, right? You know what I mean, like 18th Street drew, I you know, went over and was talking to them one night, and like, you know, he was he was putting down notes, like he was building his brewery while having beers at Revolution. 
and then opened up 18th Street. And, you know, I mean, has is a powerhouse over there. Now they have a distillery. But like whenever we were talking about the collaboration, like Revolution was like, yo, we've been we've been looking for a reason to work with 18th Street. And for like for I like we've been trying to get 18th Street on the festival for years. So we were like, oh shit, that's dope as hell, right? I mean, so you're gonna hear that story at the booth, or you're gonna hear the story of somebody that overcame and became a black owned brewery or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I mean, and like that's the you know, that's the vibe of the fest is that you know, brewers, you know, top to bottom, the musicians are being paid, they're happy as shit. Um, you know I mean they're getting to express themselves and they got a crowd that they can grow in. The brewers are dope are happy as shit because they're they're building their community and they're and they're and they're uh, uh, you know um, their understanding of you know both themselves and the broader community. Uh, small businesses are coming in, folks are coming in experiencing new things, and hopefully everybody leaves there feeling like not only did they have fun, but they progressed in some way. Um, yeah. you know I mean emotionally, spiritually, intellectually. Um, you know I mean, like economically, however they did, hopefully you leave feeling better than when you left. And it's a long lasting feeling that isn't, you know, like one of those fleeting feelings. Like, again, when you go to the bar and you just have some 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 beers in the back, you know what I mean, or whatever. And it's just like, how many how many blurs do we have? You know I mean? <laughs> right. You know I mean, those blurry nights. Hopefully this festival isn't a blur. No. Hopefully this festival is a thing that you take with you and go, I'm, I'm, I'm different as a result of that. I mean, that's exactly what that's, happened. I, I, I will say this. Um, when I was there, like, you know, you, you, you made the point. I was busy talking to people, right? Didn't drink a lot of beer. Drank some beers. <laughs> maybe had one or two of the collabs. So this year, I got a little smarter, right? So when that shit came out on Tavor, or I said, they don't even they don't even deliver to Missouri, but I got some folks in Kansas. <laughs> Sent it right over to Kansas. I'm like, if I don't get those beers at the festival, I'm still gonna have those fucking beers. <laughs> let's yeah. let's talk about that though. I mean, that you have been dropping all these. That's a lot of collabs. That's ridiculous. A lot of beers that are gonna be at this festival. A lot of beers, man. Like it's uh, you know, it's 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 years in the making. Again, it's two years since we threw an in-person fest. Um, I mean, and um, a lot of connections. Last year we did the virtual festival, and I think. Honestly, I feel like the virtual festival kept us alive. I don't know if we would still be here if it wasn't for the pivot last year, keeping that, I mean, the, the, the validity of it and, and growing as a result of that. And, um, you know, once we, once we started letting people know that, yes, yes, indeed, we are going to be coming back this year, we rebranded and, you know, we're looking, you know, to, to continue the mission and whatnot, um, like folks started reaching out. And, and it's, I don't even, I wasn't expecting it. Like, I mean, like, cause you go through a pandemic and, you know, it gets dark and you don't see people for so many months. You're like, does anybody even give a fuck about this? Right. <laughs> like, what is we even doing? And we announced or whatever. And, you know, folks started reaching out from all over. Like, yo, how do we get on? Da, 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 da. Like, and I mean, we got the, we got the link up with some, some killer, like Jay Wakefield, uh, Trillium, other half, Allagash. That revolution. Yeah. I mean, like just, just, just the who's who. Like I was, we were out, 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 out at Revolution with Josh, the owner of Revolution or whatever, and he, he says, "Yo, outside of like the Firestone, and maybe even including the Firestone Festival, which is an invite only for one of the like goats of the game, y'all got the best lineup 
of a beer festival I've seen in the country. Yeah. And I think that, again, that that's a that's a testament to what we're doing because it's more than beer. I mean, Trillium hit me up like when I talked to Trillium. Uh, 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 Jean Claude was like, "Listen, uh, we don't want this to be like all about Trillium." He's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "Typically, when we attach ourselves to these festivals, right. you know I mean, it becomes all about Trillium. Da 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 da. We don't want to overtake it." I was like, "Listen, man, I don't think you're gonna have to worry about uh, <laughs> you being a standout. Like, yeah, I mean, alone. Don't get me wrong. We love Trillium, whatever. But like, uh, next to Allagash and the Revolution and everything, yeah. I mean, like." Again, it's a it, it's a it's a it's a it's an all star team. You know what I mean, and again, because because I think that I think that the people who the people who succeed in business, especially you know some of the, some of the larger folks in this industry or whatever, are the people that understand how to progress and evolve, and they understand that you know like this isn't charity. You know what I mean, this is evolution. If you if you you get down or lay down with this, right? You know what I mean, like you know we're not we don't go out to people and say, hey, can you? Can you do a can you do a collaboration with us? That would be really that would be really swell. Awesome. Swell. <laughs> wow. Like, no, we doing this over here. This shit is working. Clearly, it's working because you heard about it, right? And I mean, so you can get down, or we'll just continue without you because, like, we're building a table, right? We're not we're not asking for a seat at your table. Right. We're building a table, and if you want a seat here, you need to do what's necessary in order to to to, to do that. And that mentality really, you know I mean, like, you know, and it's not like trying not to be like, you know, like braggadocious, like it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we, we the shit or whatever. But it's it's evolution in the sense that, you know, this this movement, this country is built on, on diversity is built on, you know, like it's the melting pot. That's what makes America great. That's what makes civilization great. So if you don't understand that, then, again, it's only a matter of time, like even the, even the fucking royal family had to bring some 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 diversity into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> See how basic the motherfuckers is. They look like yeah, I mean, like them princes looking real like uh, like West Virginia. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I just want to real quick touch on something. So the the Tavor thing came came about because we had to go virtual, having to pivot virtual bread new opportunity you know yeah. we didn't because i don't think that happens if if we if we just do a regular in-person fest last year i don't know if the tabor thing happens you know it's it's we gotta we had to figure out something that made this feel like a festival even if we couldn't be in person it's like a shared experience and so all of a sudden now again you, you build that goodwill and you have a good product now you can piece those things together. Now you can sit at the table and say, hey, we can put this together, this together, this together, right? And so, yeah, the Tavor package is great, but then all of a sudden you're empowering these artists. So now yeah. the artwork, you might yeah. not even want to try the beer. You might just want to have the artwork in your crib. Yeah. And I'm a man, I'd be cool with that. So you know, it's all about, um, again, staying true to your mission, staying good to the people, perseverance. And on the flip side of that, just the collabs, when you're putting these, I mean that's you're putting two geniuses together. To well, make well, not even two geniuses. You know, you got some, you got some big dogs with some little dogs, and it just <laughs> it ups everybody's game. You know what I'm saying? For, for for some of those brewers to have that opportunity to brew with, I mean, and not all those people are brewers. I mean, you guys have put some people together that you know, artists or whatever, performers or whatever, which you guys have done in the past. That's huge. That's not that's not something that's even been done. Nobody's doing that shit. Nobody realizes they're doing that shit. Nobody realizes that it's been done all the time. When Puffy does the Ciroc commercials, that's 
people who make alcohol collaborating with an artist. That's, sure. that's what that is. It's you have this flavor, this sauce, bring it over here because I got a product. And that's no different with the with the beer collabs. Yeah. This person has built a following. Let's bring that following to this industry because they don't know they that they enjoy it. They don't yeah. know that, but they or maybe they just need a little bit more sauce on the can. And yeah. Bomb. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 a it's a universal thing you guys are doing. Like you said, it's that mission. You know, you want all the boats to rise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and also, you know, like, and I mean, the beer industry is really good at taking, you know, a biggie lyric and making a beer out of it, and then putting it on some pseudo shit, and nobody black getting paid from that shit. And we're like, well, what like is Biggie the only motherfucking rapper y'all know? Like, I mean, that motherfucker <laughs> been dead for like 20, 30 years now. Like, what? Do you, why is that? Why ain't you collect like? You clearly love black, like, like, uh, 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 culture. I mean, how many brewers you go into and they playing, you know, rap music, but ain't no black folks in there or whatever. So it's like, you love the culture. You know what I mean? Like, you know, why, why not us? I mean, right. why aren't you paying us for it? And that's the thing is that America loves black people. That's just, like, it's easy. It's pop. We're popular. The world loves black people. I mean, loves black culture. They don't love black people. And that's the thing that we're changing with that is like, okay, no, 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 no. You don't just get our culture. You need to pay us for that. And moving forward, I think that, you know, outside of the beer industry, I think that there's a movement, you know, in the black community to have that ownership, to not just be pilfered, you know, high fashion, right? Half fashion is always going back to the black community. What used to be bougie and ghetto, now all of a sudden is on a fucking French <laughs> runway. Now it's and hot. Like, now it's hot or whatever, you know what I mean? But like, who's getting paid for that? You know, like who's getting, I mean, the, the, the originators of those styles and, and, and things of that nature. And that's what this festival seeks to do in the larger scope of things. Like we're just a microcosm of, of, of what's going on elsewhere in the sense that there's this awakening in the community. And I think we've always known, but I think that now with social media, we're able to connect in ways that we haven't before. Yeah. And we are now collectively saying, no, 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 you don't just get the culture. You need, it's a package deal. Pay me, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's what we're doing. That's why we we you don't get the label. Every label is a paid black artist. That's it. You, yeah, I mean, you got to pay a motherfucker. You don't just get to use their talents right. to sell some shit. Yeah, I mean, and you you got to pay us, and that's and that and that works because ultimately, when you pay somebody, you get a better result. Oh, absolutely. You get a longer lasting relationship. You feel better about it. The people feel better about it. They want to support that more, and now you have a longer lasting relationship. It's not just a one off. So as, as far as, go ahead and tell me that beer, bro. All right. I'll, I'll ask my question. Denver Beer Company, Graham Cracker Porter. There you go. Do you want to guess the ABV? I'll try That's probably 5.6%. Oh, damn, on the nose. Graham Cracker Porter. Wow. So 5.6%. Wow. What is it? On the nose. 5.6%. How did you get? The, you read the beer? No, right. no, no. I just totally I guess. Decimal, right? Look, when he doesn't even let me start the game, you know he's cheating. You know he's cheating. He didn't even let me start the game. You know, it's look. Sometimes even the squirrel gets lucky. You know, what I'm saying it's a nut. You know, what I'm saying. You know, you're oh doing a teleprompter. <laughs> that's a that's a, a really. You started this talk the last time we had you guys on, where you were talking about you know opening up to get paid, not just to have black brewers, but every part of the industry. Get yep. a di distribution, be an, be an owner, be a marketing company. Back of the house, front of the house. Be the whatever. artist, yeah, right, yeah. All, yes. the, all the things. That really just about creating that opportunity and that access to, to get paid in every part of the business. 
but that's craft, right? Like, you, again, we talked about the brewery experience versus the bar experience, right? People are at breweries and it's a very diverse or variety of experience, a variety of why they're there, what they're talking about. Bars, everybody's just getting fucked up, trying to dance, a hump on something. And <laughs> you mean, you know, mean like, the guy ordering seven and seven isn't the same guy ordering the double IPA? Exactly. The guy <laughs> ordering the double IPA, he might have had a bad day. He might be getting thrashed. He just do it in a different way. There might be a hooked up situation happening. Or there might be a family having dinner and there's children there. Or somebody yeah. walking their dog and just stopped to get a coach. Like, you never know. Yeah. And so, if there's variety in the experience, there's also variety in industry, right? Like every industry it has a backbone of some. Nobody goes to school. When you go to school and you study business, you get the general business degree, you end up a gym teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got to study uh, <laughs> discipline. <laughs> there's a discipline in that. You're either in finance, marketing, you know, you got to have a discipline to really excel. So you, all you got to do is you take that same discipline and apply it to this is an industry. You know, you don't have you don't even have to drink beer. You don't have to like beer. But then if you start seeing people who look like you also in the industry, you may want to ship those cans. You may want to work at that brewery. Down yeah. You may want to do these things because all of a sudden now it feels more inclusive as opposed to I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I, and nothing with that shakes or jives with me. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. The last in the last maybe four or five months I've gone to some different cities and in some of the cities you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect to see diversity. You see it. Like I went to Dallas. I was like, look at all these black people in this brewery. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was shocked because you wouldn't think Dallas would have, but they do. So, it, you know, Kansas city is, is weird because it is not there at all, but <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's unfortunately it's not, you know, I had what, an instinct where I wanted to defend it. No. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't defend that shit. No, there's not. You know, <laughs> and this and this not nothing against the people who who are in in the in the field because they want it. But you know, again, we talk about this in every damn episode. You know, you got to put it out there for the people. You know, to know you don't you know you know if you like you don't know if you like it or not if you if you're never exposed to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think what you guys are doing with your festival again, it's a beer festival, but it's not. It's some <laughs> whole other shit. You know, so even those who are uninitiated might show me like, oh, this is how the beer folks do it. Oh, shit. So I'm sorry. Siri's talking to me. Sorry, boo. I ain't talking to you. <laughs> he, got, he got so animated. Siri joined in. Yeah, she just she said, motherfucker, you're right. <laughs> she just said preach. See, I'm saying it. Now she on my computer. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can't like, say her name. She, that's, <laughs> nah, she listening all the time. Eddie Mango would just be called Siri. I mean, but like, that's the thing about the fest is that, you know, that first year and even the second year, whatnot, folks come at like, there were, you know, our, so our target demographic is black women. And I mean, like, because they're the least heard. So if you build a festival based on the, you know, the least, then you make it better for everyone. Right. I mean, like they're the ones seeing, you know, also women of every culture are the, you know, early adapters, the one that pushes They're they, they communicate, they share ideas, they they support early. Men are a bunch of haters. We're like, ah, who <laughs> doing that shit over there? I don't know them. Up. Hey, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. It's not until we see the ladies in there and we're like, all right, well, I mean, yeah. that's why it's ladies' night, right? You know what I mean? It's not men's night because motherfucker. Well, well, right, there ain't, there ain't no man's night up in there. Right, you know what I mean? And then, we, and then we fuck around and find some new shit. And we're like, oh, shit, all right, cool. And then we try to act like we always been down. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of women that came to the festival were like, listen, I didn't come because I like beer. I came because I support the movement. Again, a testament to black women and how they keep shit going because they're like, look, we see the opportunity here. Whether or not I like this shit has nothing to do with it. Right. I could probably feed my kids off of it. So I showed up. And you know I mean, and you know, that that is that that's the fucking the 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 vibe. The uh you know I mean I forgot what the fuck we were even. Hey, how's that how's that how's that stout going over there, bro? How's that thirteen and a half percenter going? I, mean, I, didn't even, I haven't even seen him take a sip. How is that going away? Like, <laughs> osmosis. Like, <laughs> I ain't seen him lift his glass in 30 minutes. What is that? <laughs> hey, hold that up to the camera. Let's see the artwork on that glass. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Look at that. Yep. Jay, Jay Wallace, who um, actually does the. Um, he does the artwork uh, and branding for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, um, uh, a black man out of uh, out of Cleveland and whatnot. Um, Cleveland's the best. Cleveland is high. <laughs> you went to Cleveland to get the graphics. That's all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, shout out to Jay Wallace, man. If you ever need any work, man, he uh, he killed it on that. Um, so yeah, no. But like I said, I mean, it's a. Uh, you know the you know the the, the coming in and uh, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about anymore, man. Thirteen, I got to him. So that's a shout out to Diametric. That, that diabolic, diabolic, that diabolic, diabolic. Diametric. Well, look, we can't keep saying that because we we need that. We need that. We're gonna make that call we're, this weekend. We're, we're gonna make we're that gonna happen. See if we can make that happen. Hell what, yeah. what was that? What was that? Remember that fucking? Uh, what was the uh, the precursor to? Um, Scientology. It was like it used to come on. It was like Dianetics. Oh, it was Dianetics. Dianetics. Like the soap operas would be on, and it would just like be this weird ass book, and it was yep. like Dianetics. Yep. I remember being scared as shit as a kid. Of that L. Ron like, Hubbard. That <laughs> might have predated me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you That's said. an interesting dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So, hey, uh, so Nick and I, you know, we're on the VIP tip, right? Um, you know, that's what we do. Well, he doesn't know that, but he's about to find out. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried about some hazing on this trip. I, no, I'm going to be honest with you. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you'll be all right. No, I'm not so scared. I'm scared of him. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying you're gonna be all right. I yeah, was. I got. I got you. We ain't like, I, like I might follow you home and just just be in the bushes out front crying. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> what What's the VIP gonna be like this year? Because I, you know, you got me. You got me in 19. You know, not only did I come to the fest, but the VIP was. Just, I was like, who does this? No one. Never did that. And I tell people all the time, what happened? They're like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, nope. That's exactly what happened. I, so yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna be similar um, to 2019. Uh, so the hotel uh, where we're putting up all the black-owned breweries, uh, the discounted tickets and whatnot. Um, that's you know, where that's uh, where we're staying, by the way. Is gonna be uh, at the DoubleTree. Um, so from nine to five Friday, uh, you will have um, two speaker series going on simultaneously. Uh, one will be more uh, 
uh, brewery industry specific kind of focus talks. The other will be, you know, more uh, general kind of uh, talks more on the, you know, like, uh, you know, as a small business. I mean, whether you want to get in, and again, you know, you know, with this festival, we're looking at the economics, whether you want to get into brewing or not, or the beer industry, there's some shit like, you know, how do you go into a brick and mortar as a small owned business, right? Whether you're brewing beer or, you know, knitting fabrics, you know, the, the path to a brick and mortar, uh, uh, you know, business is a dicey one. So, you know, we want to give those, uh, you know, small business tools and things of that nature. Um, you know, and talking about, uh, you know, getting to know folks, uh, you know, there'll be a couple of podcasts, um, you know, uh, some of, some of the ones that you're more familiar with might be, uh, in that lineup or whatnot, um, viewing the one pint at a time movie, uh, with Aaron Jose, uh, and the crew is going to be a dope, uh, experience and whatnot. The Pittsburgh Brewers Guild is going to be putting on some, uh, some talks, how to get your beer on retailer shelves, another, you know, discussion and whatnot. So. Um, you know, that nine to five will be 14 different speakers. There will be a cater, there will be a cater lunch, um, as well. Uh, so you will get a, uh, Allegheny city brewing is brewing up a lager that will pair well with, uh, the menu for, for lunch that's provided with the ticket. Um, you're getting four meals with this, uh, with this VIP. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about next year, but this year. <laughs> <laughs> meals. Uh, so then that evening is the bottle share at the hotel. Lord uh, Jesus. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. You seem like the one that's going to be the problem. I don't know why. <laughs> nah, you know, you know what I did last year? I dipped out and went to the Steelers preseason game. I was like, this is going to be. This is going to be lit, but I don't want to be that lit. I dipped on yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So, Thirteens in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> So it'll be the bottle share, all those dusty ass bottles that you got in your basement that you only uh, pull out from fucking Instagram or whatever. You can bring those down to the bottle share. Yeah, I mean, it'll be uh, seven to ten uh, with that. And then um, Saturday, 12 to nine. Uh, so from 12 to three is the VIP portion. We got two indoor spaces. Um, those will be the only indoor spaces. You'll have access to that throughout the uh, festival. Only 250 people out of 5,000 have access to that, uh, you know, indoor uh, indoor bathrooms catered lunch um uh you know some some exclusive beers and whatnot i mean a dj stage that only is available to the vip folks whole lineup just for them um and then sunday there's a brunch so at the hotel before you know beer pairing with the brunch before you get the hell out i mean go on your flight come hang out catch up with the folks that you may have met you mean throughout the festival trade numbers Get your meal and get the fuck out. I mean, so that we can go go to sleep. Me, me and Ed will be tired. Hey, hey, so. hey, day. We're not leaving till Monday. Yeah, we our flights <laughs> our flights not till Monday, man. We're all in. Because I know what happened on that Brewers brunch. I got in that Uber after that Brewers brunch was lit. I got to the airport. I was like, "Where's my flight?" <laughs> we we talked about we like yo. We gotta we gotta put we got to cut off some time just for Nigel. Cause after, after you hosted our, our mash that we did, Nigel just start hosting the mash. He was like, yeah, you that, that's kind of his thing. I mean, <laughs> you know, duty called. I said, we got to hop in there and make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I can't wait. No, I look, he has been seriously, the impact that I had just, just on him, just on my friend has been incredible to hear him talk about. So I'm really excited to get out there and finally see what all this is. Then we had somebody hit us up on on Twitter today. Who's going? Who's going to Barrel and Flow? I put my hands. I'll be like us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on, let's kick it. Let's fucking kick this it. I can't wait. 
It would be yeah. Nick, uh, Nick's first one. Yeah. Have you ever been to a beer festival? Just, <laughs> just local ones. <laughs> yeah, he's been local. So they look. Have you ever been to Pittsburgh? Go to one of the local. I have not been to Pittsburgh. I'm excited about. This. He's dying to go to a Pirates game. That's what he well, wants. Let to me. Do. Let me. Hold on. Let's. Let me. I like baseball. Don't think that when you come to this festival, don't think that you could just come to Pittsburgh in uh, September every year and be just be like that. <laughs> no, that, that ain't what it is. So you say this is the only time I'm welcome. No, <laughs> this will be the only time you can speak to me in public. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like that's fair. <laughs> eh, yeah, eh, no, that's I mean, not the first time wild. somebody said that. It was wild because, like, you know, we were sitting outside of Ace Hotel that Friday. And yeah. like black folks were like, "Wow, there's so many black people in Pittsburgh, man!" Yeah. I was like, "No, nah, you got to see this shit on Tuesday, bro." <laughs> <laughs> like none of these people are from here. Yeah, yeah, nobody was from there for sure. Y'all yeah, was, brought all the black people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we brought them all. <laughs> and it was, I, and that's the thing about like the fest is that like black people don't go to to vacation in Pittsburgh. They definitely don't go to vacation in Pittsburgh in the summertime. You know what I mean, like most of the people that were there were at Pittsburgh for the first time or for the first time at, by their own choosing. I, like most of the people were like, "Yeah, I had a conference here once. Like somebody paid me to show up here once, and I left as soon as I could." But uh, <laughs> now I'm back. So yeah, no, it'll be uh, it'll be a dope experience. This is the best showcase of the city. I think that the city, you know, again another aspect of the festival is to attract, uh, you know, outside investment, specifically black investment, uh, specifically, you know, especially from those uh, bigger market cities. Like, you know, now that we can work from home, now that we have more flexibility in where we can work, you know, you can take those L.A. Uh, salaries, those New York salaries, those Miami or Chicago salaries, and come live in Pittsburgh. The, uh, the cost of living is cheaper. The, uh, the property is cheaper. The ability to make an impact in the city, um, you know, in a short period of time is greater. Um, and, you know, we want people to come in, see the beauty of the city, city, see the potential of the city, and maybe want to move in and, and build something, you know, greater. Maybe that first black-owned brewery that, that happens in the city comes from somebody that moves in, sees the, you know, came to the festival, sees the opportunity, um, you know, meets up with some of the uh, incubation, uh, you know, small business incubators that are present at the festival, um, some of the connections that are at the festival that they learn and say, you know what, I'm going to invest in this city and, uh, you know, and, and make it better. Cause it's not going to happen without outside investment. It's going to be a, a, a tandem of both uplifting the black people that are here and also attracting black investment from outside. That's going to, you know, ultimately, um, you know, build that black middle-class community. Cause I think Pittsburgh is one of those cities that, uh, like you say, that costs a living, Super undercover. Most people don't, don't even know, you know, that you can come there and you could you could live good on a on a decent salary. You know what I'm saying? Did, it's did, not, it's you, not... did you break your bank while you was here? No, I didn't break the bank. I just I just I just looked around. I was like, okay, a lot of people just don't understand. It's one of those cities that doesn't get a lot of love when it comes to the cost of living and, and, and things like that. And it's, and, and, and it's an easy city to get around. That's what I noticed, except that goddamn airport. No, he wasn't going that to airport. The <laughs> airport, though. <laughs> airport was like in another state and shit. I ain't going to let you sit. Look, don't, don't lie to the people. I don't know if it's right. easy to get around yet. <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, everything, everything well, okay, everything, everything uh, uh, fest-related was closed. 
Right. It was all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I could walk from the hotel to 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 uh, Heinz Field. I mean, to me, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's on the North Shore. I, I think North Shore is something. Yeah, that's that's one of the highlights here. But I, it's, the city's growing. It's 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 trying. And so now we're in a position where we got to, like, intentionally throw our hats in the ring. Like, right. it's, it's, the investment is coming. People are people are noticed. They're taking notice of the city. Neighborhoods are are you know being gentrified, and that and that comes for a reason. That shit happens for a reason. So right. you gotta we gotta be prepared to it jump in. Cost. Well, yeah, but you. Got I'm, not, I'm not just talking about financial. Right, right, but there's <laughs> I mean, financial opportunity. There's opportunity, right? Because you gotta bring in folks who can afford this shit, and people who can afford this shit can afford your shit. So if you have shit that you're trying to get out there. Right. You gotta and, and what I will say about Pittsburgh is there are a bunch of opportunities from grants to 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 dedicated like incubation funds and things like that for individuals to get their shit started. You just gotta know where it is and how to get to it. Right. And we educate on some of that at the festival because it's, it's 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 a whole vibe. It's not just drinking beer. No, it's not. It's, it's, that's I'm why a lot of beer. <laughs> it's beer <laughs> and other things. It's beer. It's beer and other shit. Other stuff. Like, you know if what I'm saying? You just come in to drink beer. Come and just drink beer. Yeah, we got the beer. There, there, there's a there's a reason I there's a reason I went and got my beer sent to Kansas. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing a lot of fucking talking. I can always see it. Well, that's what we were talking about last night. You know, I mean, just the show's about beer. All the stuff that we're doing is about beer, but it's really about people. It, it's a way to get in for the people, right? It's all about there's the people. A lot of people and stories. A lot of it's all about the stories, man. I can't wait. I mean, I I I know so many people from that fest. It's ridiculous. I mean, e easily, I still got to probably stack 100 business cards. Easily. You know what I'm saying? Because I talk to everybody. You guys huh? the right way. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of those people, I've hit them up, and they've come on the show. And, you know, we've conversed. So it's been, it was a fucking watershed mo moment for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I would venture to say half our guests have some connection to that festival. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say you're probably just about 75% of them. <laughs> Are we getting some of this uh we getting some of this dire automotive money or what was it? <laughs> 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 he just said he wanna get paid back. <laughs> they in the they in the oil over here that right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some of that. <laughs> some of that oil money. <laughs> yes indeed. Oh the dyers are asking where that oil money is too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's being invested wisely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Shit, shit, fellas. It's always a pleasure to have you guys on. Um, I can't wait to see you guys uh, in ten days, not seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't wait. Look, tell, tell, tell the people where they can find you guys on, on the socials and all that. Tell them where they can find us. Hold on, they, they tell the people where they can find us. <laughs> well, if you're looking for us, you can find us on EpicCastNetwork.com slash PartnerSpot. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blipson, Google Play, and Spotify under <laughs> Drinking Partners. You can find us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at PartnerSpot. And uh, from now until and then beyond, you can find us September 11th uh, at BarrelAndFlow.com. And, and I, I will say yeah. this. Um, if, if, if you like beer podcasts or podcasts in general, Listen to the drinking partners. I'm telling you, it's it's not your average podcast. It's not, I, you know. The, I, I, there's not there's not many. I take that back. Y'all's oh, is, is the only podcast that I listen to every episode. That's the only one. God, no shit. No shit. No no no, no shit. Because you guys have 
I, you know what? what? What's what's the what's the R and D? Robin Robin, Robin Duplicate. Robin Duplicate. The, the reason is because you guys get some guests on there. I'm like, I should get the motherfucker like that because it had nothing to do with beer, but it, the story was great. Whether it be comedian, like that one chick that has the food truck. Uh, I'm you know I'm like well. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing some shit just like them. <laughs> so it's always about the stories. Yeah, it's all about the stories. The beer is a connector. People are once they drink, they'll tell you more of the story. And and, and, and if they drink a, a thirteen point six, <laughs> <laughs> they drink a thirteen point six. They may not talk. <laughs> did you finish? Did you finish that off yet? Are you done yet? Yeah, let's see that glass, Day. Let's see that oh, that glass. Man. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and finish this for the, for the culture, man. Uh, do, it, do, it, do it for the this culture. Is actually, this is this is real, man. So shout out to Diametric. Uh, yeah, I mean, brewing company or whatever, and yeah. man, fuck you, Nigel, for not telling me this was a uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gotta finish it on camera. <laughs> I mean, is the can empty? Mm. I didn't think so. <laughs> Look, I mean, there's still some shit in there. Listen, I'm about to, like, as soon as I get off here, I'm calling a friend out this motherfucker. Like, this was uh, who wants to be a millionaire, bro? I'm about to <laughs> phone a friend. I'm gonna go find some- I'm gonna go phone a friend and find some help for this motherfucker because I still yes, got about half a hand in there, man. Hey, hey beer should be shared. Bearing, yes, be- bearing is sharing. Bearing is caring. That's caring as well. Hey, Nick, where can they find us, man? Well, this isn't as cool as what they just did, but you can find us <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or most any of your favorite podcast apps, including Hey Alexa, play the Beers with Nigel podcast. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.